everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. And we're at minute 37, which begins with the rights of the Wakem Boys of New York and goes on up through, are we ready? But the one right after, what's it going to take to stop the wagons? Right. Are we ready? Are they? We'll find out in this minute, won't we? Next minute. Next minute. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> the second 30 seconds of this are the first 30 seconds of my favorite Newsy song. Uh-huh. The world will know. Yep. But before that, I have my first note is, well, that went pretty good, so what else? Yeah. Which it's such is a good line. So good. <laughs> like Jack immediately assessing like, okay. All right, keep it coming. Yeah, the the reference you made to Cyrano in the last minute yeah. is just like really tickling me in this. Yeah. Like the dude just turns right to Cyrano. He's like, okay, she's loving this. What else can I tell her? And Cyrano's just right there. Yeah, exactly. She knows he's right there. <laughs> she's eating it up anyway. Exactly. She's like, yes, give me more of this sweet talk. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that went pretty good. What else is just the most on the nose? Zero, no joke. Uh, yep. The next thing I have is I tried to look up James and Company belts. Okay. Which is uh, the building directly behind the fake Horace Greeley Horace statue. Greeley statue. Uh, it says James and Company, and then I think it says belts. It could say bolts. I don't. I never get the the vowel because it's directly behind the Greeley. I'm gonna hazard a guess. This is a fictional storefront created for the movie. Ding, ding, ding. She got it in one. I couldn't find anything at all about a James and Company belts in New York City. I found a jeweler called James and Company. Okay. And I found a James and Company that sold, like, screws. Well, James and Company bolts. It could be James and Company bolts, but, like, doesn't it feel like that's a gigantic storefront for bolts? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe bolts. Maybe in 1899. In 1899, the the streets of New York City were covered with people wanting bolts. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing I know about 1899, it's that. Is that what that movie, that Disney movie, Bolt is about? Yep. Awesome. So many people just so horny for bolts. Oh man. Hey, you got, dude. You got the bolts. Yeah, man. I feel a little gross saying horny for bolts, uh-huh. given that's a movie about a dog. Right. So I just want to publicly rescind <laughs> my statement. I'll edit it as I see fit. Um, which means that I'd like you to at least leave in the part where I publicly rescind the statement. What if I leave in parts of it? <laughs> I'm going to trust you to do the right thing, James. Okay. okay. I'm going to trust you to do the right thing. Racetrack has a great line in here. Boots says something about like, you know, what if they want to try, what if someone tries to replace us? Yeah. Jack says, we'll talk to them. And Racetrack in with like the perfect accent, the perfect attitude. He says, some of them don't hear so good. Yeah. And then we get our catchphrase, the beginning of our catchphrase. So Jack says, so then we'll soak them. Yep. And then David, helpful as ever, defines what soakum means. You can't hit people, Jack. You can't beat... <laughs> That's not the line. <laughs> if we beat up kids in the streets, we're no better than them. Yeah. And then uh, we pan out because we're not going to address that. Yeah. And uh, I guess the only address is that someone, some newsie says, can't get much worse. Just I think as, it was crutchy. Maybe. Just at the same time as someone says, Jack, and throws him a pointing stick. 
a pointing <laughs> stick. It may as well have a little Mickey Mouse hand uh-huh. <laughs> pointing a finger just like my kid uses in kindergarten. Exactly, yeah. To point to the weather. It was some newsies, you know, pointy the newsie, his favorite pointing stick. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, Jack is really getting this crowd. You know what's going to help, though? My beloved pointing stick. Here, Jack, you can borrow this for a second. Just make sure it gets back to me intact. Listener, Pointy did not get his stick back. But that's for next minute. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That's all I have. have. Uh, What do I have? I have, well, now David's just enjoying himself. Yeah, the light comes into his eyes like we talked about last time. Um, At one point, they tear up a newspaper. They're doing that like the whole, yeah. I'm like, you're just throwing money away. Like, what if you paid for that? What if you paid double for that? Yeah. And yeah. you're just shredding it. Well, you know, you gotta have like a like a confetti sort of. I deal. know, but it wasn't even like good confetti. It was just an entire newspaper torn into two pieces, and then Jack threw it. <laughs> you know. Jack doesn't know confetti. <laughs> that's not how you confetti, Jack. <laughs> it's just one big confetti. It's, that's confetto. That's not what. It's confet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just have. I love this song. Yeah. Like, if you're in a bad mood yeah. and you just want to, like, belt something, yeah, this is, like, a good power song. This is, like, the definition of an anthem. Yeah. But we will see in a couple of minutes this, and here's a good tease, this song is serving another purpose that I never realized until I was watching it for this show. Do we get to find out now or do we have to wait a few minutes? You have to wait until minute 39. So Thursday. Okay, well then. But I, I'm very, very excited to talk about this song. Like, spoiler alert for my content for the next couple of minutes is, I love that line. That line's so good. Oh my God, that line. What's your favorite line? I think it's the line that we're going to get. Mm, I think my favorite line is one that we're going to get to in minute 39. We got a ton of rotten fruit and perfect aim. Yeah. I like the contrast of that with, um, that this ain't no game. And I also like, it's a very concrete, like, oh, that is something that they could bring to the, t- you know? Yeah. I'm sure that New York City was just rife with rotten fruit. God, I bet New York City in July, sm- well, I know for a fact that now New York City in July just smells so bad. Yeah. Like the last time I was in New York, it was July and can confirm, smelled not good. And I mean, I don't know. I'm sure indoor plumbing was fine. But you did have a bunch more horses crapping in the street. And just so many unwashed teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is one of... Like, it rivals horse crap. I <laughs> don't mind the smell of horse crap. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair. I mean, I grew up around stables and right. stuff. So, like, right. the smell of horse poop doesn't really bother me. The smell of just hundreds of unwashed teenage mm-hmm. boys wearing flannel in July in right. New York. Right offends me and i'm not even smelling it right now (laughs) but like yeah my nose is wrinkling just thinking about it yeah it's oof yikes i also i mean like i love a lot of oh um the things we do today will make tomorrow's news is is another one of the great lines like i feel like if you were writing this about like the um parkland students the Mm -hmm. um march for our lives Uh uh-huh students you and you'd write a song like you know, playing the Trump card or something, some play on Trump's name or whatever. Sure. Like the world will know. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you'd have a similar thing where it's like we're, we're young, but we, you know, enough, if there are enough of us, we're unstoppable. Yeah. What's funny about, I mean, not haha funny, but like what's interesting about that is that like this was, if it, if not for this movie, nobody now would know. Like this was probably a pretty big deal for the two weeks that it lasted. Right. But if somebody at Disney hadn't been like, you know what we should make a movie about. Right. I wouldn't know this existed. Okay, exactly. So this is live action Disney, not based on a previously established IP. (laughs) (laughs) There are no princesses in it. Right. Believe me, there are like four women, if you count the two women at the end of this week that are just looking. Yep. They're just standing there looking. They are among the like 10 women in the movie. But yeah, like this is the kind of thing... I saw someone tweet, like, I miss the days where Disney took chances on live action movies. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the movies that's like, yeah, we wouldn't have Newsies if it was if they were only remaking stuff from 20 years, 20, 30 years before. Yeah. Do you think they'll remake Sleeping Beauty or was Maleficent just the best we're going to get? I would love it if Maleficent was the only thing they did with that. I really enjoyed Maleficent. I, I liked it from a perspective of like, hey, what cool fan fiction backstory. Sure. But I wouldn't mind a live action. Mostly I just want more actual Maleficent. Uh-huh. The sequel preview is on the beginning of Aladdin. The sequel to Maleficent? Mm-hmm. Is it just the live action Sleeping Beauty? Looks kind of like it. Because so my, my problem with Maleficent the movie was the like maternal feelings she had for Aurora. Yeah. One of the best things about Maleficent is that she's the best Disney villain or one of the best Disney villains. Like, I didn't want any softness in her once she made that switch. Okay. And and this is, and listeners of Unabashedly Obsessed will, this will be like, here's this old debate again. Um, I, of course, am always looking for the villain to have this kind of thing for it. Well, and I I like the reason for her going to right. the dark side. Right. Like, I feel extremely bad for her. Yeah. That was a horrible thing that happened to her. Right. But, like, once she makes the switch into villainy, because I have such a fondness for OG Maleficent... Sure. I want her to just be, like... The badass bitch who turns into a dragon. Right. And like, I don't want her to love Aurora or feel like you're the daughter I could have had mm-hmm. or anything like that. I don't want that. I just want her to be. I, I also, I like evil women as characters. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. I mean, I think they definitely. What's the opposite of nerfing? Sharpening? Maybe they they made Stefan's character like the 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 king mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty's dad like oh he's like a propaganda villain in that movie yeah it's like is is he what yeah <laughs> like he's like super duper evil I know and that kind of bothered me too because I'm yeah. like but how am I supposed to feel bad that he's afraid his kid is gonna die now right. I don't and, feel bad for him yeah I I. I thought that they did it really well. I think I'm always sort of looking for movies where I like Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, because, like, she's this big, huge deal, and yet, like, I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Smith set a really, really high bar. Yeah. Um, I really liked Salt, which was sort of like a, just sort of like a La Femme Nikita, but starring Angelina Jolie. Like, she's just an assassin. Okay. That is just, like, 
assassinating all over the place, and then at, and then it ends. Oh, okay. Like it's, I mean, it's a short, it's a quick romp where she's rem- just like killing people. I remember the name. I don't remember yeah. the movie. Uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it while feeding Lila when she was little, like okay. on my iPad or whatever. Okay. And I think it was basically pretty much done by the time I was done feeding her. So it was okay. like, it may be like an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and a half or something. Okay. Lila has always been tough to put down. Yeah. It was fun. It was sort of like she was more of a force of nature, which was fine. Yeah. But like, I'm always sort of looking for like, all right, why does she get this reputation of being awesome? Yeah. Anyways. So I think that's all I have for this minute. Yeah. I don't have a ton. Like, I really like this song, but I don't feel like a lot happens in the individual minutes of the song. It's like the song as a whole is excellent. I think... But I don't have a lot to comment on in the individual pieces. I have more in as it as it draws to a close, okay. basically. Um, if you would like to follow us on Twitter and talk to us, hey, if you want to suggest some Angelina Jolie movies that I maybe have overlooked, you can tweet at me individually at Unabashed James. Or you could tweet the show at Newsies Minute. And I'm individually at Unabashedly Aaron. Uh, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James if you want to support us financially. Yep. And we're going to continue on with this amazing rocker song and, and Banger Week continues into Hump Day, which yes. feels appropriate. Yes. You know what I just thought of? What? We could use our Patreon money to take a trip to New York to see all the sites of Newsies. We could do that. Most of them don't exist because they were on a soundstage and I'm sure they've been torn in, down. Like Burbank. In LA probably, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But... <laughs> But yeah. we could see where Newsy Square theoretically may have been. Uh-huh. And, and the Irving Theater, mm-hmm. or the location of where it used to be. I can't Meta's, remem- yeah, Meta's I can't ownership. remember if it's still there. I think it is under new name, maybe? We could see an apartment that David may or may not have lived in. Sure, in the Lower East Side. Yeah, we could look for some cowboy posters and horses we could steal. This is turning into quite the... Uh... Quite the adventure. Yeah. Send us to New York, guys. (laughs) It'll be great. It will be great. And until then... Soak them for Crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Horny for bolts. 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 Mm. So many people just so horny for bolts.